We're live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Shinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me, my Polish brother from another mother, Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Shane and Robbie might be waiting in the wings. We're not sure. There's Everybody's schedule has been a giant kerfuffle over the past month. So uh, that's that reason we haven't been with you the past two weekends. Every May, every May for us is a goddamn misery. Between Saints Guy graduations, Sophia's got her little commencement thing from daycare in two weeks on June 4th. But that's mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock in the morning, so we should still be able to do the show on that day, June 4th. Next Saturday, we're in San Antonio for our wedding. The night wow. before, Sandy's got graduation for her high school on the 27th. The day before that, uh, we got to go to a funeral because her great uncle just died last week. And before no that, and there's she's at a birthday party right now with Sophia. There's another one today at 4 o'clock that we're going to after this podcast. So it's been... I cannot wait until July at this point because every weekend has got something. And I, I like my weekends to be nice and relaxed, not have much to do. And it's nice and chill, right? Shit show of epic proportions. It's good. But after the end of it, man, you're just like, I need, I need some downtime. You so only cover from the weekend. Yeah. So only May is going to be hectic for you or uh, what about June and July? Also, also busy. Mm, June 4th is that Saturday. And so that morning, so Sophia's, for all the listeners out there, the halfling, the four-year-old, will be five in June. She's in daycare right now. She starts kindergarten in the fall. They're having a little commencement ceremony because it's like this year is actually a pre-K. So before, when they're when they're one and two years old, they're not really doing much. But now they've actually been teaching them different lessons and projects and learning letters, numbers, all that good, happy horse shit. And mm. so they're doing a little commencement to say, hey, this is your last year with us in the daycare. Go on to you know real schools now. So that's at 10 o'clock in the morning, but I can't imagine it lasting three hours. So we'll go 10 to 1130. I'll be back here by one o'clock. We can do the show on the fourth. Following weekend, we'll be in New Orleans visiting Sandy's parents and my parents. Um, but we, I should, that mean Sandy and Sophia nap on a Saturday at that point anyway. So I should still be able to do the show kind of like I did when in Christmas when we were in New Orleans and I just set up in my sister's house and mm-hmm. I did it there. So I'm assuming we'll do that that day. And, you know, I'll just, I'll do it from New Orleans on the 11th. Next week for the listeners, since San and I will be in San Antonio for our wedding, we're going to push the show to that Monday, which is the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Monday, uh, May 30th. And my dad is then having heart surgery Tuesday, May 31st. Oh, it's not. So, yeah. He's having a, a bypass. Uh, one of his arteries is uh, not so good. So he's having, he's having bypass surgery on May 31st. So that'll be fun. And then he's in. You know, he's out of commission in rehab for and recovery for a, a good couple of weeks. And then we'll be down the following week. My brother's going to go with him the day of the surgery and stay with him for that. And then we'll all be in town the following week to go see. Is it going to be like a uh, uh, complicated surgery or just like a small thing? They were there were two options. So my dad will be 65 this year. And they so he's been a type 2 diabetic for 20 plus years. Um, and he doesn't listen to the show anyway, so I'm not worried about like me saying my dad's medical history. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this. Um, and so he's 65. He's been a diabetic for 20 plus years at this point. Taking yeah. it in in right like initially when he got got diagnosed with it wasn't super serious, but either staying exercising or reducing carb intake. He's gotten better with it over the years. But now he's also got some kidney issues, some blood pressure issues, and things like that. So a few things have compounded. Actually, when I was a little kid, somehow he had. A, a complete blockage of one of his arteries in his heart. And they called the doctor called it the widow maker. And we didn't find that till afterwards, like his heart had gone through and like the human body's fascinating. 
gone and reconstruct all these other um, yeah. secondary blood vessels to kind of rewrite the blood. It. Yeah. yeah. And so he did that. And so he's been finding that. And so he went in and started having chest pains about a month and a half ago. Um, just enorm- doing like normal cardio on a, on a bike. And like, he's not getting after like we are like interval trainings type sprints on a bike. I mean, he's doing like 30 minutes at probably maybe a six, seven out of 10 yeah. you know, effort level, maybe six level. Um, and so he'll do that 30, 40 minutes a day. Um, and now he's kind of stepped it up to twice a day over the course of the past year and a half or something. And he went into the doctor and he said, all right, well, let's get, we'll do an EKG. We'll do all the other stuff on it. They did that. They didn't. So this is, he's been to three different doctors. The first one kicked him to a second specialist. The second one kicked him to a third specialist. Third specialist said, all right, well, we're going to either decide between putting a stent in and basically like chiseling out the calcium that's blocking there. Cause it was 90%. The diameter of the thing was 90% blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, his ejection fraction was still okay. They never ran a calcium score on him for some reason. I don't know, but they've got a blockage on it. So he's 90% blocked there. So what they're going to do is they said, since he's relatively young, 65, um, they're going to do the bypass surgery and, and take some other blood vessel from somewhere else in his chest cavity and put it over there. And so usually they grab one from the calf. Mm. They're going to put it in his heart now. And so we'll go under the knife 10 days from today on the 31st. And I, I, when my mom was talking about this, I said, so why are they doing the stent versus the, you know, seem like the stent. Why don't they just like blow the bitch out and like you can suck it out or something. She says, no, that's more risky actually. And I said, yeah. she's a cardiac right. rehab nurse. So she's spent her whole career doing this. Yeah, And I said, okay, so, you know, what's kind of going on with all of this? And they said, well, the stent gives them, you know, seven to nine years before they have to go in and do something else. Whereas if they do this open heart surgery and do the, the valve transfer and the, you know, rerouting everything, um, that that'll give them at least 20. Like he shouldn't have any issues for 20 more. That's assuming nothing else, you know, no other system. There's no other system failure in them or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that will happen on the 31st and he'll get in around mid morning. And my mom said, do you want me to come in? Like if my brother's already going in, like, do you want me there too? Do you need help? Is there anything? And she said, no, you, you, we don't even know what the existing protocols are as far as, you know, they still being like super restrictive of who they let into the hospitals or not. She said, I'm going to be there. I'm already going to be there for 15 minutes. I'm sorry, 15 hours during the day because of the surgery and all this stuff. So she said, no, we'll see all the following week. He won't even be able to leave the hospital until at least the third or mm. fourth. Um, and they said, we don't know how many people are actually going to be able to get into the hospital. So it's, you'd be sitting at our house anyway. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll be in the following week. We'll spend a couple of days with Sandy's family, a couple of days with my family, and then come back to Austin and uh, enjoy the sweltering heat that has already gripped us for the past couple of weeks. We were at this whole week. It's been 95 plus degrees every day. It's not even June yet. Yeah. I've heard it's like, uh, pain in the air down there i've heard that like the the summer is super hot down there yeah well the good thing about us is that we don't have most of the time we don't have humidity around here so you it's hot but it's a dry heat kind of like vegas would be Mm -hmm. you go to new orleans it's 85 90 humidity year round so it could be like december you walk outside you're drinking the air and you're still sweating even if it's it's still 85 degrees outside it's it, yeah, you, I, we just we, we lovingly term it swamp ass. The second you walk, like you start having sweat roll down your crack when you're walking around outside. Yeah, and everything. So yeah, sorry for yeah. that uh, opening tirade. That was I haven't I feel like I haven't stopped talking. But please, bro, go ahead, interrupt me. Bro, today today for example, I was like, I decided I'm gonna wear shorts, shorts for the first time, you know, because uh-huh. I, th- I thought to myself, oh, I was gonna be like 20 degrees or something like this because. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, it's something like that here in here in my my city. 
So I decided, okay, I'm gonna wear shorts and I'm gonna go to the stores, gonna do some grocery shopping and so on, you know. Yeah. Bro, after like 10 minutes, it was so fucking windy. I was like walking to the store like a piece of like a cold cube, you know. And and man, after that, it was uh, you know started to wind, then it started to rain, and I said, "Fuck, my my lucky ass," you know. And I did you I walk through like, the porn shop too on the way to the grocery store, or you just kind of veered past it? No, you know, I just I just had to just like skip all the. You know all the extras and just oh, go fun. straight to the store. You know, do my do my stuff and, <laughs> but I was lucky because uh, I got a meet like fifty percent. You know, at oh, the discount. Good. Yeah, because you know due to the expiration date. You know. Yeah. You know. If, How if, far after the expiration date do you feel comfortable? So it's got the sell by date on the package. Yeah. And so that means that that's the safest. Like they can sell it to you. How long after that date do you feel okay eating the meat? Honestly. Yeah. I look at the I look at the meat, but at the same yeah. time, you know, if if it's for example, I don't know, on on a date like one day, mm-hmm. one day or two days till till it's till it gets expired, I'm yeah. still gonna cook it. Yeah. So if you're gonna cook it, then it means that your your long uh, the the the, uh, the half life I would say of this yeah. meat is gonna be gonna be longer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's how it goes. So. I always like buy uh, stuff on a on a on a short dated or exp- or almost expired, yeah. uh, right? Yes. And basically, I, I'm just go. I'm gonna go straight to the kitchen and just cook it, cook it up straight away, right. and put it in my Ziploc bags or just like to the containers. I'm so I'm set, you know, for the entire week. Cool. How often do you go to the grocery store? Is it close enough to where you kind of just hop there every other day or something, or do you is it you just kind of go one day? On a on a weekly basis, I'm going like twice for like bigger shopping. Yeah. But basically, when I'm going every every day, when I'm walking uh, back from from the gym, I usually just like stab, just like grab some fresh fruits, and that's basically it. Okay, what's you know, in season right now for y'all? Right now, uh, blueberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got well, apples are on a. Uh, uh, Always, always fresh, yeah, here. And maybe some fruits such as like oranges, mandarins, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have to the... import a lot of food from other countries around you, or is the, the agricultural scene pretty strong to where y'all get a bunch of just local stuff, or at least grown within the confines of Poland? You know, yeah, we we, we try to like support, you know, uh, local farmers and so on. Yeah. So basically all the like the bigger chains are purchasing you know the the produce from the local farmers and they are you know s- selling them through through the through all the chains yeah but you know we don't import that much stuff from like other other countries yeah uh, you know sometimes you can find like strawberries from spain or like kiwis <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, or... I feel like maybe like some of the closer proximity ones like you know germany ukraine russia like would you get it from that not necessarily if you're going all the way to france or you know, England or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Th- those kind of things. But you know, I, I was I was laughing because you know, uh, on on winter you can see like blueberries from yeah. like Chile, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like stupid, stupid expensive. I don't know who is buying them, but you know, I I would rather like buy frozen, you know, blueberries. Oh yeah, always because they're way cheaper. 
yeah, plus they're way better for you, you know. Because well, yeah, they retain so much more of the the micronutrients in them because they're flash frozen. Basically, as soon as they're picked, they're they're tossed in the freezer. And exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I don't buy we don't buy too much fresh fruit. Like I always have frozen strawberries and blueberries at the house. Mostly mm -hmm. because I put those in sandy smoothie in the morning when I make that, or I will throw them in my yogurt bowl at night and like they thaw in the yogurt with the protein powder and all that good stuff. We will buy like cantaloupe or honeydew melon every now and then, or watermelon, especially this time of year. Watermelon, fresh watermelon and pineapple, so good, so good. Do you guys got uh, the mini watermelons? Yeah, yeah, like the little baby ones that are about that. Yeah, the, the baby, oh. baby ones. Yeah, yeah. these yeah, are the four good halfling childs of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, these are them good. Yeah. Yeah. Simon says, "Looks like all those donations from book paid off for the electricity for Lucas. Yeah. Not only, not only electricity, but check out my man's." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a new got setup. A yeah. That. He's got the, a crisp microphone, a new camera. Yeah, I hope, I hope that's like this. Brooke's gonna, uh, gonna listen to this show. <laughs> She's probably lurking in the background somewhere. Your money was well spent. <laughs> <laughs> this pol now we just need to work on the Polish roads and we'll be good yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what new goodies have you been dabbling with as far as supplement stuff well, for any listeners out there you guys got any questions feel free to post it we will answer any questions or smart ass remarks you have you know lots of stuff but I uh, mentioned on my post on Facebook that I got a special announcement and or like mm -hmm. a, a special thing for the, all the listeners you so got? you probably heard that I I'm a good friends with uh, with the owner of the Dark Labs. Mm -hmm. So uh, Wojtek, who he was also like a big fan of the show, we were chatting for like uh, all the past months, you know, because they are like rebranding, they are doing all kinds of stuff, and they recently re released the the new pre workout crack reloaded and so on. And he said that he will hook us up, or I should say our followers, mm -hmm. or all the listeners that are listening to the podcast with a 10% discount. Sweet. So if yeah, so you, you guys can use the, the discount Lucas 10. So that that way you will get a 10% uh, discount. I don't get any kickback out of this. So just 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 so you know, guys, but it's uh I just wanna make it happen and I was pushing Wojtek for uh for something and he said yeah yeah, yeah. so it will uh the discount will be active for uh, on their site on dark dark labs pro and it's on all all the products including the their on their new pre-workout so yeah that's that's a cool thing I think so yeah yeah all right so this dark labs pro is yeah, and then it's L U K A S Z ten. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there we go. And I'll put that in the show notes too. Awesome. Um, and in the comments, I'll link that. So, crack reloaded. Yeah. This is the newest, newest one, and uh, yeah, that's in my opinion, that's uh, that's a good thing that they are like uh, moving to different direction. So, uh, no, no more DMAA, no more DMHA. Oh, basically, yes, they oh. are like doing something completely different. Damn, yeah. I mean, this is this is a solid product. You got six grams of two on citrulline malate, so four grams of citrulline, thirty-two hundred beta alanine, thousand choline by tartrate, thousand agmatine sulfate, thousand lion's mane, 
600 alpha GPC, which that'll pair very nicely with the new pept and the Hooperzine and the choline bitartrate. Uh, betal phenethylamine, 500, and phenethyl dimethylamine citrate at 500. Solid for that. 350 caffeine and high, just 150 caffeine citrate. So that's going to give you an additional 75 milligrams of caffeine. So we're up to what, 425 now? Plus another 75 from the dicaffeine malate. So that's going to give you what, 500? Yeah. 500 plus 100 theobromine, 50 isopropyl norsonephrine. And two milligrams of alpha yo. Yeah. Damn. That is going to light some people up. I already I already tried it. I tried yeah. it like three times. My the, the funniest part is that my first portion was on uh on legs. <sighs> and honestly, honestly, uh because uh, TJ made a review on his channel, as you probably know. Yeah, he was, he was the first that was testing it out, mm -hmm. and he had a bit different, you know, uh, feeling that I had because he yeah. said, that, you know, he had the suppression of appetite, you know, post post training, but mm -hmm. you know, as far as like energy, focus, and so on, we we both agreed that you know, it's a it's a you know super smooth, clean energy. You don't have any crash, anything, any negative effects, and no like no drowsiness, no like no jittery effect nothing like that it's just like super smooth you know yeah and it kicks and it kicks in so slowly like it's after 10 minutes you can feel it but it's like yeah. it's like uh i would say like a good and bad fairy at the same time yeah it pushes it pushes you through your entire se session and when you need that extra push mm -hmm. then the bad fairy comes in and says <laughs> Go on, motherfucker, and do the extra rep, you know. So, yeah, that's that, that's that's a cool cool future about this about this. Pre I think it's due to you know the the huge amount of area durances, but uh, mm -hmm. I may be wrong here. Yeah, it's and a pretty more, hefty dose. Yeah, plus you also have this this you know happy effect. Mm -hmm. You feel good. You don't feel like you don't you you don't slack or anything like that. You just like, yeah, I want to train. You know, and I and I can easily say that it can be a good daily driver. You know. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't. You and Shane, man, I don't know how you do it. And I don't know if TJ does these super high stem pre workouts for a leg day. I can't do that, man. Like it's two fifty, two fifty caffeine max for me. No yohimbine, no other stuff because my heart rate already gets high enough when I'm training legs, and there's there's no way that. But maybe maybe I'm not taking long enough rest. I don't know. I do about a minute and a half to two minutes, depending on the exercise and all that stuff. So I don't know if y'all mm -hmm. are doing like three to five minute breaks between exercises and sets or not, but I can't, I can't handle anything more than two fifty, or else my heart feels like it's just it's that becomes the limiting factor instead of the the lower body muscles. Do you count the time between your reps or? Yeah, yeah, I keep a, a clock it and everything. Oh, okay, because I'm not like I'm not that strict as far as like you know yeah. as far as the timing. When I'm ready, I just go, you know, and I and I know when I, when I'm ready, you know. So mm -hmm. sometimes, for example, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do like a leg press, like a heavy uh, heavy sets of like ten or twelve reps, you know, yeah. I need at least like three to four minutes, you know, just to like yeah uh, make it work. So my another set will be effective, you know. Right. Yeah, and that's a. Uh... 
I don't know if it's just kind of like the the OCD nature of me, but in, like I've listened to stuff like the Dr. Mike Isertel from RP and a bunch of other people say, hey, just kind of go by feel. Whenever you feel recovered, you know, attack a set. And I remember John Edda saying the same thing. Um, I just, I, my brain doesn't work like that. I've got to have, you know, hey, you know, whatever, you'll take a two minute break for this. You'll take a minute and a half break for this. And we'll just go on. Like, obviously, if I feel completely gassed or I feel... Like I didn't sleep well that night and everything just feels super heavy and, and like sluggish. I'll take longer rests, but typically like if I'm doing an upper body workout, it will be pretty much a minute and a half between. So I'll, I'll start, I'll start my timer. I'll do my first set of uh, ring dips or dips on suspension straps. Mm -hmm. That takes anywhere between 30, you know, 30 to 40 seconds. If I'm getting somewhere between eight and 10 reps, you know, nice slow, clean reps with pauses and all that stuff. Um, I'll have a minute and a half break and then I'll do my set of pull-ups and then you got another minute and a half. So it's basically, it's three minutes between the actual pushing exercises, but it's a minute and a half between, you know, the pulling and then the pushing stuff. Um, and, and so I can do like a higher caffeinated and higher stim for those kind of workouts, but for legs, yeah. I, uh -uh. it just doesn't, my, my body does not like those for uh, lower body workouts and for hip stuff, forget it. That'll be a cup of coffee or, you know, maybe, one of those just kind of thermo pre-workouts. Not that I want the thermo or I think it's going to have some magical fat loss stuff, but those tend to be on the lower end of the stim spectrum. Mm -hmm. um, so, or yeah, it's, it's coffee or maybe an energy drink if I've got a can lying around or not. Would you rather like train on a low stim uh, pre or uh, maybe take like a non-stim pre-workout for your sessions? Um, depends. Uh, for... Upper body stuff, it really doesn't matter. I can do high stim, low stim, medium stim. Um, yeah. I'll do a stim free and just have a cup of coffee earlier in the morning. So say maybe I'll get home from dropping the girls off at their schools by 730. Um, mm -hmm. I'll get some work done and I'll maybe sip a pre-workout over the course of 30 minutes or so while I'm getting some work done. And then I'll go train other mornings. If it just it feels like it's been a rough morning, I didn't sleep well, which is, is a habit for me. I just three out of seven nights a week i just i end up waking up at 4 30 or 5 o'clock in the morning i'm just awake mm. um and so I'll, I'll make a, a french press worth of coffee when i get back from dropping them off and i'll have that and then maybe two hours later i'll just make up a stem free pre-workout and go train then uh so it, it kind of depends on the day the sleep um what training session it is most of the days for leg day it's going to be a non-stem and i'll have some coffee earlier in the day or it might be an energy drink um, yeah like this past Tuesday, um, I, I went and ran to the grocery store on the way to bring the halfling to school. So, because she loves going grocery shopping with me, which is weird because I, I don't think I've ever met another kid that actually likes going grocery shopping. Uh, but she does. And so we do that. And uh, they had just restocked all the energy drinks. I thought, I'm not really in the mood for a pre workout, but something kind of bubbly and fizzy sounds good. So I grabbed uh, the ghost energy drink. It was their Warheads flavor. Um, okay. And just because I like, I remember when I tried it. The flavor is good, and the, just the, the 200 milligrams is perfect for what I want for a leg day, and I like Neurofactor. Anywhere I can get Neurofactor, I'm a fan of the product. Um, so I took that, sipped it, and I didn't take any other kind of pump supplement with it or anything. It just, you know, that was perfect. That's just the amount of energy that I needed. Other days, you know, like yesterday, uh, I had another upper body session, and I did uh, a half scoop to three-fourths of a scoop of black tulip. So, you know, it kind of just depends on the day, how well I sleep, if I really need something to kick me in the ass to get me going, or is it fine? Just, you know, do I just need a cup of coffee and I can just kind of do whatever? So Yeah. 
but overall, I do like the uh, the dark labs to kind of circle back. I like the dark labs. Are they going to be phasing out the DMAA and DMHA stuff completely, or is this kind of like a new addition exactly. to the arsenal? Completely, completely. It's it's it was it was like a a time that they they could do that, but now they decided just to like go completely. I would say legal, you know. So. Yeah. But they're, getting, they're growing, probably. I mean, I gotta imagine that they're growing. Yeah, they are, and you know, they are they are very popular in in Poland. Yeah. You know, not only in Poland, but also in like other countries in here in in Europe. So they yeah. got like a huge demand, and like basically like every product that they launched was like a big hit for them. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, they just want to be they just want to be like more transparent, even. Even even now, and you know, I'm I'm uh, honestly I'm super surprised. You know that, for example, they are they are using a, a really good ingredient such as like you know the, the Uzbek uh, Turkesterone. Mm -hmm. It's it's from Uzbekistan, which is like, man, that is that is just that, this shit is on, on a completely another level because you know as we as we both know. Like ninety percent of the brands that are like using turkesterone is it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. This, let's let's just be real. This is not ten percent. Yeah. How you got turkesterone uh, uh, extract? So yeah. especially if you're getting it for like thirty dollars a bottle. There's no way. Yeah. Don't 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 get it fooled because you know this stuff is too expensive. You know. Plus, you know, with the manufacturing and so on, it would cost you much much more. So if yeah. you if you see somewhere uh, asdesterone or like turkesterone in like huge discount or something like that, no, bro. Yeah, yeah. You you, you pay for quality, which kind of goes back to the conversation we were having before we actually fired up the uh, official <laughs> podcast. Yeah, 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 man. I love the the skeletorish kind of vibes they got with this. Yeah, going back to the old, the original He-Man cartoon series. Yeah, you know, it's it's simple, but at the same time, it works. It works, yeah. And I th I still think they they still you know they still stock some uh, some crack with with DMHA and so on. Yeah. But Eventually. like I said, you know, I I was I was talking recently with Shane, and he was like, "Well, this brand is like in a gray area." But I, I was like, "Dude." Even Cellucor was selling DMAA back in the days. Everybody oh, was one of those. And yeah. so much so much more brands. So just because this brand offers DMAA or DMHA, you know, doesn't mean it's like it, it, it's a bad thing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree that that nowadays it's it's illegal to, to sell yeah. this thing. But well, know, it's like the other all the other brands that were selling the, the two stage pro hormones. Like the the one Andros and everything back in 2014, 2015. Think about how many brands started that way, and then they kind of started being like a little bit more legit with everything. They would phase that out. They've gone a little bit cleaner and all those kind of things. It's that's a that's interesting. Do you? And that's one one thing I've always wondered. Like from your your point of view, <laughs> do you think that is? Uh, so I mean, I don't want to compare it to like a drug lord going legitimate. Like he made all of his money selling cocaine, and then now he you know, just owns a bunch of real estate, but it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like you sell these gray area substances. They're not illegal and not as addictive as cocaine. I'm not trying to make that comparison. I'm saying it's in that same vein of, Hey, we're going to do something that's a little risque, a little edgy. And then we're going to transition and make ourselves like a super clean company. What do you, 
how do you feel like when companies do that? Is it worth like, hey, just I need to do what I need to do to build the brand. Once that, then we'll be super clean here on out. Like, what? How do you feel? About you're that? building an empire, and after that, you're going to like a toy store yeah. or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's hard to judge anyone. You know, mm -hmm. from my perspective, it's like you know, you do you. But at the same time, if you're being honest and transparent, because I don't like being. Uh, dishonest or like hiding something behind proprietary blends, those kind of things. And I said to Shane, yeah. you know, if Dark Labs from the start would like offer, uh, you know, products without like mentioning that these products con contain like DMAA or DMHA, then I would be pissed a lot, you know. Yeah. But they say they said straight from the get go, we don't offer products for like uh, you know regular gym goers. Yeah. These are hardcore products. When when they yeah. say hardcore, you know what I mean hard, by hardcore. Yeah, we had, we're not going for the soccer moms. We're not we're not playing yeah. that game. Exactly. We had this debate like for so many many times, and we even you know agreed with like Robic, and we said that you know, yeah. uh, his brand is hardcore, mm -hmm. and it's not for everyone, and that's the beauty of the industry. You know, we've got right. so many brands that you can choose from, and you know you can find like everything like for for every, you can find something for like a soccer mom or and at the same time you can find something for for myself like a yeah, steam exactly. junkie you know so yeah 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 Sridhar, i'm trying to figure out how many supplements lucas has behind him not not enough a lot not enough it's like uh just like maybe a half of the collection <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bros? Just a sec, Lucas. Are you saying we are seeing the final scoops? I see what you did there. Of uh, DMAA Dark Labs. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's not it's not it's not gonna be uh, anymore. Cause I had a discussion with uh with Wojtek and yeah, he confirmed this. So yeah. Okay. Simon says, usually when pre-workout is one to two scoops, I would use two for push and pull days, but leg day I take only one. Don't want my head to explode. It takes forever to recover after. So that's a yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. I can't, I can't do super high stem, all kinds of exotic stuff, or even like a high amount of caffeine. Like I wouldn't even do a full scoop of hooligan um, on a leg day. I could probably handle it, but I just I don't I don't enjoy the sensation of, of that. But, but you probably like you know, cycle different pre-workouts or do you have like yeah. only like maybe one or two open? No, I mean, like my pantry where I should have food in my pantry. It, it's like the shelf behind you. It's all supplements and protein powders and protein bars and, you know, bulk materials of stuff like bulk powders. I've got a giant bag of grapeseed extract and pine bark extract and whatever else. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, it depends on the day. So, you know, I, Within the same week, do I ever use the same pre-workout twice? Probably not. Unless it's like a stim-free, like if I do bare knuckle. Or I just bought um, Granite's Vaso Blast. Okay. They're stim-free uh, pump powder. Yeah. It's got nitrates, taurine, citrulline, VasoDrive AP, and uh, grapeseed extract. And mm -hmm. acid VasoDrive. Uh, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, the flavor... I've always liked Granite's flavoring for stuff. Even go back to their original line when they had the Arc Reactor pre-workout and they had that tangerine flavor of it. And that was back before like they had flavorless teacrine. Um, yeah. It's good. And so I remember when John first released that, 
I don't know if it was a year and a half or two years ago now, but I just I always liked the formula and I just never pulled the trigger and bought it. And so I, I was on Amazon grabbing a couple of other things. Um, and I saw that and I said, all right, I'm just going to buy it. It's, you know, 35, 40 bucks or whatever. I'll buy it. Let me try it out. And it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Great flavor. And like, as you would expect with that kind of ingredient lineup, I mean, the, the pumps and performance on it are, are super solid. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if you will have access, but if not, then I'm gonna ship ship you a top. Uh, dedicated nutrition, as you uh, we mentioned it many many times. Yeah, they uh, they recently relaunched their uh, pump formula, uh, the Vaso Grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Bro. that that one. All right, it's back in stock. This. This stuff, this stuff is just this. This is just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, thirty-five euros for fifty servings. Yeah, six cups, six cups on on a daily. Yeah, and honestly, I'm taking like six cups in uh, in the morning, mm -hmm. and through the entire day. You're like pumped as hell. The pumps are like just like long lasting. They're like keeps you stays with you for like the entire day, basically. Yeah. You feel cool, you feel hard, and the the training sessions are, are great. So I highly, highly recommend this product. Yeah, I mean it's it's solid, especially if you do the six caps per day, like you were saying. Yes, yeah, um, because then you get three grams of arginine nitrate, three fifty of pomegranate extract, which is kind of like the bottom end of the threshold. So pomegranate extract's been studied anywhere from I think three fifty all the way up to a thousand milligrams, mm -hmm. like in that effective dose, depending on standardization and all that stuff. So there, three hundred of grapeseed extract, which is solid. Two fifty of pine bark, again solid. Two fifty of quercetin um, as the phospholipid form instead of the dihydrate form for better absorption and 50 milligrams of estrogen, which will help nicely with the arginine. Yeah. Yeah. Just this, very, very solid pump caps. Yeah. This is, this is like, uh, my newest candy. So I highly recommend it. And it's, and it's also, and it's also simple. So you can see, you know, they base on like a quality ingredients. Mm -hmm. So well, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, I met, Etienne years back at, at the Olympia and this was 2017 maybe they hadn't even launched in the States yet they were still up in Canada and Europe yeah. they hadn't launched anything uh, stateside and so I got to meet him and I was right before they had just released their first protein bar not the more recent rock bar but it was the Chris uh, yeah, bar. I think so yeah mm -hmm. yeah and they were touring around with some different stuff there and it was a uh, very cool. Yeah. Funny thing is that dedicated launch at first in in Europe, and then they uh, went to US. Yeah. But as you can probably imagine, you know the the competition in US was so high and so on. So they they had to like back off, you know. And right now they they focused mainly on on Europe, but. Hopefully, me and Etienne is gonna do gonna do something in 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 near near future. Uh, I wish him all the best, and I I keep in uh, consistent touch with him. So, if he's gonna mm -hmm. listen to the to the show, yeah, all the best, Uncle. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Is there any U.S. sites on here? No, they got Poland. Hell yeah. There you go. Uh, this is interesting. Managed to extend arginine nitrate's half-life by 200%. Is there any research on quercetin and nitrate? Yeah, I know that they are like using a different, uh, different quercetin. Yeah, well, I mean the phytosol makes sense because that's. But I, I don't know if maybe they're they are talking about it in regards to combating tolerance. Um, effect of quercetin and arginine on kidney toxicity induced by gold nanoparticles. Nope. I'd be curious to see how they're what what research they're showing that they've extended the half life of it by two hundred percent. It's interesting. Uncle Etienne, yes. Exactly. Dedicated needs to come back to North. I agree. I agree. They got some really, really solid formulas. Yeah. Simon says, yes, that is Green Mag behind him. That was Controlled yeah. Labs is awesome, man. I love I love Controlled Labs stuff. They're they're pre-workout. I don't know I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on our shows, but that was the first real quote unquote real pre-workout I ever did was the original uh no, sorry, not the original. My original. This? Orange Triad, oh yeah, I've always got that around too. Yeah. Um, it was the White Flood version 2 was my first real pre-workout that I ever tried. And that's long since been replaced by White Flood and White Rapids and everything else. But uh, yeah, White Flood version 2. Do you remember Glycer uh, Grow? Yeah, yeah, I remember that when it first came out and everything. Everybody went, whoa, we got glycerol powder now. Bro, but you, could, yeah, you couldn't like, you know, mix it up in the shaker. You had to like... Just uh, shoot, put it, it, uh, shoot it to the mouth straight. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was abysmal. Yeah, yeah, Green Mag's what their creatine and betaine formula? Yeah. Creatine, yeah. Betaine, taurine. Taurine, that was the other one. I knew there was there was something else in it. Yeah. Treedar. Recently I tried taking a pre-workout over the course of one and a half hours, sipping it while working out somehow. Energy focus was steady and it helped the whole workout. Is that expected? Yeah, to a certain extent, because you're kind of like getting that like in nonstop infusion of caffeine throughout your system. So you're kind of just like nipping at it through it the whole time. Um, in terms of something like citrulline, if you're just kind of, you know, titrating that dose out and sipping it, I don't really know how that would work. Just because citrulline, it takes between 45 to 60 minutes to reach peak values. And they always give it as a bolus dose or in a couple of increments of like two grams spread throughout the day or three grams spread throughout the day. So if you're sipping six grams over the course of an hour, maybe, I don't know if you'd actually directly be benefiting from the citrulline. You might, you'd get the blood flow benefits after your workout's complete, but actually in the workout, I don't know if you're actually going to be getting the benefits from citrulline actually itself. Speaking of intra workout, because I know that you're like a fan of, of John, same as me. And yeah. also I know that like, uh, Milos Sartev, mm -hmm. he's also like big into intro workout stuff. Yeah. What is your what is your take on on like, you know, taking carbs, uh, aminos, and other stuff? And do you do you, do you, do you use do you use them on on in your in your training sessions? Over the years, I have experimented with them. I don't do it now typically because I eat breakfast and then I'll train like an hour and a half later or two yeah. hours later or something. So I've got plenty of fuel in me. If if I was I keep saying I'm going to try and put on weight and I never actually get to it just because I'm never hungry. And I, I understand that 
I'm not hungry going into the workout, but cramming, you know, a hundred or 200 calories in an intro workout would probably help me get enough food in me to get, get enough nutrients to, uh, grow, get, get bigger. <laughs> um, that's something I've always struggled. Like I would like to, I just, I don't have the, the uh, hunger level. And at a point you just got to say, stop being a bitch and eat the food. And I realize that I just, it's not a super priority for me as, as much as I would like to, it's not number one priority on my daily list. Anyway, um, I think intro workouts. Yeah. First off, if you're trying to gain size and you have a poor appetite, intro workouts absolutely can be a huge benefit too for you. Um, in terms of actually improving performance, uh, I think it kind of depends on how you react personally. I mean, I spent the majority of my life training fast and even like Taekwondo and all that stuff when we were doing it, never ate anything before. Cause I didn't like feeling full. I just, I'd feel gross or you're doing so much jump kicks and twists and turn and drop and stand back up. You're going to throw up if you have anything like in an hour, within an hour or two of, you know, going to, to, to your training session with it. It's just, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not conceivable. So I would grow up like that. And I just, I did the same thing every, maybe I would sip on a Gatorade every now and then if it was super hot, cause the more often than not, the air conditioner would break in the, the martial arts studio where we were training without fail in Southern Louisiana a bitch would break at least once a summer. Um, and then my, my teacher would have to go and fix it or call the guy to come fix it. And we'd be out of AC for like a week until they came. Anyway, I've experimented with carbs in terms of resistance training on and off. Um, I don't know if it's made a huge difference, but then I don't have a two hour training session either. If I was having a super long training session, I could see that having more utility. Mine, 45, 60 minutes. I'm, I'm get all my, you know, the hard sets in and out and done. I'm not, I'm not counting the, the warm up cool down, but like the actual time yeah. you're doing actually engaged in some, some demanding exercises, 45 to 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't noticed a tremendous benefit one way or the other, but that's just me. Other people love to have carbs into workout. Like I'll sip on aminos just cause I like having something refreshing. I don't want to just sip plain water. So mm -hmm. that's nice in terms of soreness. I don't get all that sore unless it's the first time I've ever done something. Like it's the first time I'm bringing a certain type of row back in. And then right between my shoulder blades is lit up for like three days in a row. If I, if I change the, the type of rowing I'm doing, um, mm -hmm. then I'll, I'll get real sore. But in terms of actually aminos helping me reduce soreness intra workout, I don't know if it's benefited me a ton, but maybe that's because I'm eating enough protein the rest of the time throughout the day or I just don't get that sore. But you're talking about like BCAAs or more full spectrum EAAs? Uh, most of the time it's an EA supplement. That's all I pretty much have here at the house because the, the company's products that I have, are, they all offer EAA products and not BCAAs. Yeah. So Do you, do you see this, this like change of guards, I would say, that like more companies are right now like, like stepping stepping from uh, BCAAs line and like moving to full spectrum. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a slow thing. Like the first big time I noticed it was maybe 2017. Mm -hmm. um, was or at least here for here for us. I'm not sure how it's been in Europe. But the first time I started noticing like a subtle shift was probably late 2016, early mid 2017. Yeah. And then it started there. Controlled Labs has always had an EAA formula, you know, yeah. Shout out to them. Kudos to them for having it and somehow extend just did a better job of marketing. And so BCAs became popular, even though controlled lives was doing EA formulas, you know, back probably early 2010s. Yeah. Um, they did that. 
Extend took over and then BCAs just took off like wildfire. But then, you know, Primeval came out with an EA supplement. ProSupps came out with their EA supplement, both of which were phenomenal tasting. Um, ProSupps in particular, they had some kind of tropical flavor that was just dynamite. Redcon came out with their Grunt EAA formula. Yeah. Uh, those were the three main ones I remember leading things off. Hold on one second. Hello? I'm alone. <laughs> okay. Halfling just got back from the first birthday party. I'm going to put her down for a nap, and then it'll be time for oh, birthday party number two at a petting zoo. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then uh, after that, then there's something else we got at six tonight. So it's a lot. She had a blast. Yeah, she had. It was an indoor playground where they have like a ropes course in there and cargo nets they can climb up and down and trampolines and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, that's all that they can do. So, yeah, there's a. She's had a, a couple of birthday parties uh, in May. And then hers, we'll have hers. Or her birthday is a month from today, actually. June 21st is her birthday. She'll be oh. five. God, I'm getting old. Um, I know. Um, but yeah, like yeah, it's always an EA formula. I, I have a an old tub of Extend. It's like one of those like three pound tubs of BCAs, like the giant ninety serving ones that I got probably back in 2017. And every now and then I'll try it just because it's the pineapple flavor and the the pineapple Extend flavor is awesome. Yes, and so it I is. will I will drink that. And I understand it. I understand it is expired. I don't care. It's fine. It still tastes good. And I'm, I'm not bleeding yeah. from the eyes or the ass when I go to the bathroom. So I'm okay. Bro, like, I don't... Uh, I think it was like last... Yeah, two weeks ago, I finished a uh, big top because I had like a huge bag of Rule 1 protein. Yeah. It was like one year expired already. Oh, yeah. You still use it. Yeah, I've used expired... I mean, I've got some expired protein bars, but there's so many fillers and stabilizers... <laughs> <laughs> and life extenders in there. Well, no issue. Yeah, that's fine. Sandeep, any pre-workout for running? Who? Uh, you could do... I mean, really, you just need some caffeine, maybe a little bit of citrulline to help with some of the ammonia buffering, some beta alanine. So you could look at, I mean, a nootropic. This is a possibility. A cup of coffee, if you like coffee. It seriously uh, depends what you like. You know, yeah, it's hard... I mean, it's hard for me, you know, to, to recommend. Like, uh, I would like to go for something. Like, do you remember the the old formula of Man Sports Court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I think, solid. yeah, I th I think it was it was solid. It had like uh, choline, uh, a few different types of tea, like white tea extract, green tea extract, and so on. And it was like uh, 150 milligrams of caffeine per scoop. So. You could, like, for example, take like uh, one scoop, so it's like only 150. Or if you're like, uh, if you want it to be more hardcore, then go with like uh, a two scoops. This one you're talking about, or this is the capsule one? This, this is the capsule, but this is the newest, the newest version. Um, I, I was talking more about the the old stuff with the with the yellow la label. I don't know if Google's gonna find. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the up. This one, yeah, exactly. That doesn't help me. Can you take me to... Hold on, maybe I will find... 
And sports scorch powder. Nope. Okay. Hold on. You know, this new one is carnitine, raspberry ketones. Uh, something else you could try, Sandeep, is um, I don't know if you actually get these Enduralite. This is made specifically for endurance sports. So you can try Enduralite, and you've got these Perform Elite capsules. Um, oh, from uh, Innova Farm, there's also Enduraline. Enduraline, yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's, a, that's a good one as well. Yeah, so yeah, I'll pull, I'll pull that one up. In a second. Sorry. So, Sandy, if you can do this, there's only 250 milligrams of caffeine in these three capsules, or they have a uh, pre-workout here. So you can do that one. That's got, uh, you know, again, 200, 250 milligrams of caffeine, plus all kinds of stuff to boost endurance performance, beta alanine, Pico2, taurine, and beetroot extract. You can do those are both uh, prime time options. You can check out... Uh, the new Apollon pre-workout, which is kind of uh, specifically geared more towards combat athletes, endurance things, which is... Let me pull it up. Where'd it go? Where is it? Workshop. Not Black Tulip. Lionheart. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. You do Lionheart. That's only got um, 200 caffeine plus another 75. So 275 total plus some other endurance stuff. So you got Pico 2, Taurine, Tyrosine, which has been able to help delay the uh, onset of fatigue during prolonged endurance activities, beta alanine. The nitrates will help with some of the VO2 max and oxygen utilization. Uh, so any of those are good. And then what was the last one you said? Uh, Innova Farm? Mm -hmm. Innova Farm uh, Enduralin. Yeah, Enduralin solid. Yeah, it tastes delicious too. I've not tried the Shirley Temple. Bro. But the Sunset Sangria is fantastic. Every flavor, every flavor to try it is just spot on. Yeah, I mean, Chris and his flavoring guys there, man, they know what they're doing. Um, yes, it's a, it's a giant prop blend, but having used many tubs of this over the years and its various iterations. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I got like a, a soft spot for this product. Yeah, and I sent, you on, uh, I sent you on the private chat, uh, you know, the, the greedy profile to the Scorch. Okay. But I don't, know, I don't know if Sandeep's gonna, gonna be able to find the, you know, the old, the old phone formula. Yeah. Right, let me pull it up real quick. As the weather is very, very hot in India. Yeah, I would maybe not in Duraline. I'm so, yeah, maybe not in Duraline because it, it's got a pretty decent uh, thermo kick to it. Um, but the Enduraline one, the uh, Apollon Lionheart will be good. Uh, Apollon's also got a nootropic coming out, which you could use Universal Soldier, which is a lower stemmed one. It's got a bunch of focus stuff to help you kind of stay in the zone while you're going. Yeah, you can also take like a half a half a serving of overtime. It's gonna yeah. also, also be a good one. That doesn't wrong wrong thing, Robert. 
Okay, there we go. All right. Here we go. Okay, Scorched Thermogenic Blend, Choline Bitartrate, Raspberry Ketones, Acetyl-L-Carnitine, L-Carnitine Fumarate, L-Carnitine Tartrate, Taurine, Green Tea, Black Tea, White Tea, L-Theanine, Green Coffee Beans. Yeah. That's my kind of like uh, energy drink. If I if I don't want if I don't want like uh, if I don't want to drink coffee, mm -hmm. I take of that stuff. Works like a charm yeah. every time. Yeah, there's a bunch of those good little powders. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, any kind of like thermo pre workout you could. I just if it's I know it's super hot in India and probably humid depending on which area of the country, yeah, uh, in which you reside. So. Maybe you don't want those thermal ingredients in there. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't like super hot thermal. Like, I don't use pretty much any Yohimbean containing pre-workouts. Or rarely if I do. Because when Sandy gets off for the summer, I've got a, a pull-up and dip tower. Like, one of those little power tower things, whatever you call it. we got one of those in the backyard. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll do a lot of our upper body workouts out there. And we'll I'll launch a suspension trainer over some of the trees in the back. And we'll have that for rows. I can also do pull-ups, you know, free weight, do it that way, do dips there. Or I can use the, the fixed pull-up handles there. Or suspension push-ups are pretty gnarly to do on that. Flies. Um, all that good stuff. Simon says, oh, so you don't need extra heat, LOL. I've just come back from the evening run after the gym. Hooligan and two caps of chaos. Ooh. Yeah, oh man. That is a that's intense. That's a good one. Yeah. Sridhar. Caffeine citrulline makes sense. What about the nootropics, beta alanine? I see some brands add beta alanine to intro workouts. It's probably an unpopular opinion, but they are doing that so people think the intro workout is doing something for them. Yeah, oh. you can say, yeah, it's gonna boost your endurance. That's not why they're putting it in there. They're putting it in there so you feel tingling. You feel like the product's doing something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but you know, I'm just like, I'm just so pissed on on brands that they're like using, you know, the the betaladine, you know, intra, pre, or even like post workout. I don't see any like any 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 sense of like using it through through this time. It's a Super in as, as far as this ingredient is effective, and I totally love it. But at the same time, you know, we need to understand that it needs saturation to be able to fully work. Yeah. So use it on a on a daily basis, and after time, you will notice no tingles, and you will say, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's it's uh, you need three point two to six point four grams every day. And then after four to eight weeks of supplementing with that amount every day, you will start to derive benefit from the ingredient. Yeah. But most brands put it in there so you feel something. You you have a sensation that something's going on. Just like they load it up with niacin and all kinds of other stuff. Um, at least in pre-workouts, they do. Um, so, yeah. They can say, like their, their marketing literature will say that beta alanine helps with endurance. And obviously, if you're like a, a soccer player or you're a marathoner and you've gotten into a workout and you've got beta alanine in it, Sure, it, you'll get some tangential benefit eventually, if provided that you're using this over and over again, that same intro workout every day. Mm -hmm. But if that's the only beta alanine you're getting is like one or two grams in your intro workout three times a week, you'll never see the benefit of the ingredient. You just won't. And so um, it you know, is there like, purely so you feel something. It's exactly the same as like, you know, taking creatine, betaine, mushrooms, those kinds of things. 
Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Logan. Although they aren't technically supplements, how would bromantane and B-methyl be for running? I personally heard they are great for it. I have zero, zero opinion knowledge of their applicability, utility for sports performance. I don't know. I don't really know much about bromantane to begin with. That's an ingredient I actually have not investigated. Am I going to wake you up when? I can, sure. Yeah. All right, bye. Sandy's nap time now. I'm the so, worst. Sandy and the halfling are both both going down now for their nap. They get yeah. cranky if they don't if we don't if you don't sleep. I'm gonna spank them enough. Every need some time. <laughs> uh, but no, Logan, I have no idea. What? Let me see what bromantine actually does. Me neither. I have. I've heard I'm the I just don't bad. know what it does. All right, let's see, everyone. Bromantine. Sold under the brand name Ladistin. Ladistin? Ladastin? Sure. Is an atypical psychostimulant and anxiolytic drug of the adamantane family related to amantadine and mamantine, which is used in Russia in the treatment of neurasthenia. Every, every great thing, every great drug has come out of Russia. It's amazing. Although the effects of bromantine have been determined to be dependent on the dopaminergic and possibly serotonergic neurotransmitter systems its exact mechanism of action is unknown and it is distinct in its in its properties relative to typical psychostimulants such as amphetamine because of its unique aspects bromantine has sometimes been described instead as an adaptogen and actoprotector interesting what is that noise my lamp okay oh, show what the hell that was yeah. um, my yeah. lamp decided to shut down. <laughs> yeah, Logan, this thing, I, I say the reason it's enhancing performance is through its actions on dopamine. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, dopamine, the, the more intense, the more prolonged your exercise is, there's going to be a natural decline in dopamine. When dopamine declines, serotonin levels stay high. This contributes to central fatigue and where you start feeling tired. Uh, if you can keep those dopamine levels higher, you know, prevent the decline either through preventing dopamine reuptake, you're uh, knocking out some of the enzymes that metabolize dopamine, like COM-T. Um, you know, that's perfectly fine too. If that's all of this is leading to higher dopamine levels, same thing you could accomplish with supplementing with tyrosine, L-DOPA, caffeine to a certain extent. Um, any of the xynomite, which is a COM-T inhibitor, any of those things which do that would in theory enhance performance because you're attenuating the decline in dopamine that's going to happen during intense exercise. Um, I don't know where we, can you actually get this stateside? I mean, does Nootropics Depot or somebody sell this? I know Logan is an expert when it comes to like Nootropics. So yeah, yeah. He, I know he goes down the, uh, the wormhole of it. Uh, where could you actually purchase it? There's a, a Nootropics Depot. I'm not even aware if if it's possible to purchase it here. Yeah. Are you able to buy it? I don't see it on Nootropics Depot, and that's where you can usually go to get some of the stuff like phenylparacetam and all of that stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see. Because they've got, yeah, they've got a whole family of racetam. So, primaracetam, fasoracetam, cooloracetam, oxyracetam, aniracetam, phenylparacetam. I love me some phenylparacetam. I have not messed around much with oxy or aniracetam, 
But I've heard yeah. good things about that as well. But fennel press, it's just you get some super tight focus and some really happy feelings. Uh, just don't use it every day. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think is 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 it can be uh, addictive or or something like that. It's uh, it's more of like you develop a tolerance and habituation. I don't even know if it's addictive. You just stop getting that like intense energy buzz going on. Same thing like if you use um, new pept every day, you start you stop getting that uh, like super high productivity uh, drive, um, hyper awareness. It starts to decline after a while. At least for me, it does. So that's why mm -hmm. I only use new pep. You know, maybe two to three times a week on non consecutive days. So. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Zandandito. It's typically hard to find bromantine. New mind and nootropic source sites sell it. All right. Good to know. I need to check those out. <laughs> to do a list. <laughs> Buy some bromantine. Exactly. Bromantine. All right. Logan. Yeah. It's seen that way since it inhibits tyrosine hydroxylase and its actoprotector effects. Actoprotectors are preparations that enhance body stability against physical loads without increasing oxygen consumption or heat production from NCBI article. Smart awesome. shit. Appreciate that. Thank you very much for the reference, Logan. See, uh, yeah. Is tyrosine hydroxylase the one that catalyzes the conversion of tyrosine, though, or the one that breaks it down? Is the rate-limiting enzyme of catecholamine biosynthesis. It uses tetrahydrobiopterin and molecular oxygen to convert tyrosine to L-DOPA. Its amino terminal 150 acids comprise a domain whose structure is involved in regulating... Da, 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 da. Uh, I don't know if you want to be inhibiting this since that's facilitating the conversion and the production of dopamine. So that's where I would, I would wonder about that. Oh, is there any stuff of biosynthesis, dopamine, other things? And its dysfunction leads to dopamine deficiency and Parkinsonisms. So, yeah, in that instance, I don't know. I'm hoping that's not the mechanism of action that bromantane works. Like, if it, if it prevents its decline, that's good. But I don't think you'd want to inhibit tyrosine hydroxylase because then you're not getting dopamine or you're limiting dopamine. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. More homework. More homework. <laughs> oh, it's good. I always need topics for other stuff to just write about on, on my own. Yeah, do you got uh, like uh, lots of stuff right now to take care? Increasing, yeah. Okay, there we go. Increasing tyrosine hydroxylase. That that's mo that makes that's mo better. That's mo better. There we go. Um, you're talking about as far as work or just stuff like in my own personal backlog of stuff I want to tackle. I could say both. If you, if you, of course, if you want to share. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I won't go into specifics of like the exact articles I got to do. Yeah. At least for the uh, yeah last. Well, I'll get on. Sorry, not inhibiting. Yeah, no, it's a, a DRI and SRI. Yes, dopamine reuptake inhibitor and serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Yeah. All right, glad we cleared that up. Um, yeah. As far as work, um. I had one client fall off over the course of the past month. They were kind of a smaller client that's getting up and running and they want to divert resources into doing more marketing stuff and less content formulation stuff. Um, 
So that mm. uh, that's kind of shifted and they've moved back where and so that's given me some opportunity to do a little bit more writing for myself. I've been wanting to do an actual deep dive on Brain Factor 7 for months now. And I just I obviously I'm going to put other people's work in front of mine. The, the clients that are paying me to do stuff, I'm going to make sure they have their stuff. And five minutes a week, I just don't feel like writing anymore. I'm just I'm kind of tapped out. I just want to go sit and relax or read a book or something. Yeah. Man. Um. So with that, um. You know, I've put a couple of things up on Patreon that I've written about as far as the Brainberry deep dive. I did that. I did a CDP choline deep dive. Um, I've done a few little like research highlights, something on cranberry and lowering blood pressure, cranberry extract. And there's a couple of other ones that are just on kind of like quick research hits, like little drive by research recaps on stuff. But I want to do another deep dive. But when I go into those things, it's, I mean, that's it's a two or three thousand word article. And that takes me the better part of, you know three, four, six hours, depending on how much studies actually need to comb through. Mm -hmm. um, but that's all right. That's all good. And then I've got some formulas that are in the works for a couple of different brands that are, one of them uh, is actually hitting the market this week. Uh, it was on Shane's site this week. Um, that hit. Is it, and then, huh? Is it Performax? No, no, I did not do that. Uh, I don't do any formulation for 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 for, for, for Performax and handles all of that. He'll call me every now and then, and just bounce like an ingredient idea off of, and yeah. uh, you know, which I'm I'm happy to do. But no, there's there's no official like, hey Robert, we're formulating a, a greens product. What do you you know? Give us your form. No, no. Aaron's Aaron's sharp enough guy to be able to handle that on his own. Mm -hmm. um, no, I'll, I'll tell you when we get off because I don't know if the owner wants me to say it or not. Okay. No. Shane, Shane knows him and I were talking about it the other day and he was giving me some rib shots because the, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it afterwards. It was, it was All right. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, Universal Soldiers coming out with a pollen, you know, so that's, you know, Robbie and, you know, I'll, I'll kick Robbie's ideas, but I mean, he's, he handles, you know, the, the formulas for a pollen and he'll just come consult me on a few, you know, a few things saying, hey, I would tweak this, I'd maybe tweak that and, you know, kind of go over that. Um, so I'm excited to see Universal Soldier because I love me some powdered nootropics. Um, and everybody kind of knows I do stuff with, you know, I do some consulting stuff with Nutribio. You know, I'm part of the, the team that helps Mark put together some stuff. So we got some cool things in the works for them. Uh, more stuff for Apollon. I just finished putting together some product pages for Carolina and the crew over there. Um, the other brand, uh, I don't know if I want to say it or not. I don't know. But either way, there's some cool stuff coming with them. Uh, there's four more products that they want to release this year that he just gave me the go ahead to start working on the formulas for that. A retooled men and female stem free PM fat loss burner, a nighttime sleep aid, um, and a muscle support supplement. Those are all going to be in the works. Um, May I ask, cause I know that you've been working with, uh, condemned labs. Not in about six months. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not them. I haven't heard from Mike over at Condemned Labs in, in probably a good three to four months. And that was just kind of like, hey, how are you? Just like checking in and saying what's going on. But mm -hmm. not actually any formula or content stuff probably since December. I'll say maybe no. November time frame. Because um, I know they were getting, he wanted to lock down the rebrand and all of that stuff before proceeding forward with everything. But I had not yeah. uh, heard from them. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you, uh, Joint Supplement just hit the market, which I'm pretty excited about. I love it. Um, I've been wanting to get a, a good joint formula out there for a while, and it's it's finally out. Um, so that'll be cool, and then I'll get to try that and see uh, how it goes and everything. Mm -hmm. So, 
But yeah, that's been the, the majority of it. And as far as personal projects I want to do, um, I finished a short ebook on uh, just five um, like stress relief ingredients, anti-stress, anti-anxiety ingredients that came out. Um, so that's a free ebook. Uh, I need to put it up on the supplement engineer website and just a free download to let people have it just because there's something it's a way to get people to attract to the site, get emails so I can blast yeah, it with other course. newsletters and stuff like that. Uh, I want to do the brain factor article. I want to do, um, what was the other one I wanted to do? Uh, a paractin one, which is a standardized andrographis paniculata extract for joint health. I want to oh, yeah. do that one. And I would actually like to do a deep dive into nitrosagene. I mean, I know how it works, but they've got 15 or 20 studies. And I'd like to really dive into those to see um, just kind of what else they can do. And, you know, after talking to Todd a couple weeks back, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a fun ingredient. And so I'd like to try it out more personally. Um, I've got, I bought some bulk capsules of the Jack factory sells just bulk nitrosagene capsules. And so I bought that and that just came in the other day. So I'm going to start just putting that through the paces. I mean, I've tried nitrosagene in other supplements before, but I've never just run it by itself for a prolonged period of time. I've had one or two off like sample packets or something. But I'd like to try that and new level a little bit more to see if I can discern any difference between like venpositine versus new level in terms of, because they both accomplish the same thing, increase cerebral blood flow. But from that, like nitrosogen also says it, it works within 15 minutes of taking it. You get enhanced mood, focus, and energy. But is that from the inositol? Is that more from the increased blood flow? So that's what I kind of want to start playing around with and kind of understand yeah. that. And plus that'll just, it gives me a reason to, you know, experiment with some things. And then maybe I can use it in a, a formula down the road or something. Or, just, you know, have that in, in my back pocket and see. Because after talking with Todd, basically nitrosogen is pretty much the same cost as like six grams of citrulline is right now at least based on the numbers that he has access to. Maybe it's different for other brands, but I mean, shit, if you can get a pen and ingredient for the same price as a generic, that's actually got quality research behind it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not use that? Yeah. So. Yeah. I was listening to your uh, entire podcast with Todd. It was really interesting, you know, and uh, you know what he was, what he was, uh, you know, talking about like comparison of citrulline and um, nitrosogen. It was like, yeah, it's a, it's an it's a no brainer, you know, that you can stack them, but at the same time, you know, if 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 the pricing of the citrulline is like ridiculous nowadays, you, and yeah. you could basically replace it with like other ingredient and like you know also yeah. save space in your formula, then then it's like a basically no brainer, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's like. So it, that kind of brings up the other thing. So something like 3D pump where you're getting, let's say you just use the, the, the generic six gram dose of 3D pump. You're getting the three grams of citrulline, which is the, like the, the bottom end of the range for the clinically effective dose. Yeah. So you get that plus you get some polyphenols from the animal, plus you get the glycerol. Is that going to be the same price as maybe doing four grams of citrulline plus 300 of grapeseed extract plus you know, some taurine or, or betaine or something like, is it, is the same price where you're getting the end effect. And so from the, the brand's point of view, is it going to look better to have four grams of citrulline in your pre-workout plus two other generics, or is it better to have the branded ingredient there? I think they're going to have the exact same benefit at the end. You're going to get the same increase in performance, but from like the optic standpoint, how, what's the brand trying to convey versus what is their end consumer expecting from them? Do they just want something that tastes great and has a bunch of caffeine? 
you, I don't think you need to waste the trademark on that. You, know, you don't need to go invest that. But if you do have a brand that respects trademarks and really values it, somebody like the Genius brand, you know, are you going to go and put that? Or if you're trying to come up with the ultra premium pump formula, like Primeval just released Apeshit Max Pump, or they they released the profile for it maybe two yeah. months back. Um, and that thing, that thing's loaded. I mean, it's got 3D pump, it's got nitrosogene, it's got a bunch of other stuff in it. And I just wonder, you know, if, if you're positioning for this, is the market, is your consumer base specific, not the market in general, because I think branding is more directed these days. We're not blasting it to every consumer. It's, I've got my core constituency. I'm going to appeal to them. Because Mega Pre Black was up their previous fully loaded pre-workout. It had tea cream, it had dynamine, and a couple of other branded ingredients. And it was never really a big seller. Their regular ape shit has always been their their top seller. Or it was a couple of years back when I, I kind of knew as, as far as a, in terms of a little bit of sale volume, like what was the best seller, what wasn't. I don't know specifics in terms of how many units they were selling at a time or how much they were pulling in each day or month. But I remember Anthony telling me that ape shit was the, the top seller and it wasn't even close. Um, yeah. And so Mega Pre Black, which I, I, the formula was okay to like, it was a well made formula. I didn't respond to it well because the, Tea cream, dynamine, caffeine combo doesn't work for me. I've always liked Ape Shit personally more. Yeah, it's a prop blend, but it, it works for me. Um, yeah. And so I'm curious to see when they release this Ape Shit Max pumps, if it's going to um, get a lot, if it's going to attract enough attention to it to warrant them doing that. Because it's not, it's not a cheap, let me pull it up. Um, uh, Let's see if I can pull it up on stack. There we go. All right. But I know it's dropping soon. Um, I just don't know when. Okay, let's see. All right. So we got 3D pump. We got nitrosogen. You got alpha size. You got LVATP, S7, and bioperin. Um. It's not a cheap formula. Plus, you got full doses of everything else. Now, their core consumer just lo loves the small scoop, the great taste of regular ape shit. Are they gonna, you know, step up to the, you know, this more intense, more premium pre-workout and go for that? That's mm -hmm. what I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see. Um, this ape shit max. Gotta say, top looks great. Yeah. Whoever they got doing their label design. Yeah, the design is on point. It's great, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I like the purple with the black. That's nice. Um, yeah, definitely. This one's got tea green, LVATP, nitrosogene, and 3D pump. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm curious to try both of those. Um, 3D pump is now... Uh... Is now that they's been been using used more like more formulas. Also, the uh, Mark Slobliner, the newest Clash, is also gonna have. I know they. I, I don't is know. It, if, yeah, I don't know if you heard the Clash. The Clash is gonna be Clash Clash 3D. Oh, okay. It's gonna be called. I don't even think if if Shane if Shane posted it on. On his side. Yeah, I don't see it yet. Hmm. Clash was always solid. Um, but, uh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Seven months ago, Clash 3D. I'm sure it's in the work. And Mark's smart, both from like a, an ingredient standpoint and... 
go try to go to Tiger Fitness. Maybe there is already uh, uh, Tiger Fitness or something. Yeah, because I think it should be already sold there. Clash. That's out of stock. There, the new one's probably coming out. Yeah. They already saw commercials on on the on the YouTube. Oh, Mark, okay. uh, yeah, Mark was already like describing that they're gonna you know use the the three D pump in their in their formula plus some some also other ingredients. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean it's especially like with the increasing prices of citrulline. That's going back to what we were talking about, like the nitrosogene versus six grams of citrulline. Does the average consumer, are they going to realize the benefit of six grams of citrulline versus three grams of citrulline? Will they notice it is, what I'm, is one thing I'm wondering. So if you can put in the six grams of uh, 3D pump and they see citrulline as part of that complex, or they think, you know, does that, and you get the branded ingredient. I just, I wonder. Um, plus some of the cool stuff that uh, Dr. Lopez had told me about how the different actions, the uh, bioactives in the amla fruit extract, which was kind of yeah. cool to understand because that was something I didn't hear at first or I didn't understand at first. And it wasn't clear to me, at least when I read through the patent application and I may mm -hmm. have glanced over it. Um, but I'm curious to see what else it's going to do and to see if maybe combining it with another polyphenol sort of like grapeseed or, you know, cell flow six or something, would you potentiate things even more? So it would be a, it's interesting. That's a different way to just kind of skin the cat kind of thing. Yeah, but do you think that like nowadays customers are like get used to like citrulline on the labels, and when they don't see citrulline, they like panic. Right. They're like, oh, there's no citrulline in it, or like let's say there's no beta alanine in it, so it's probably gonna be a bad formula. Because you know, yeah. I, I'm referring this just because. I was recently listening to a podcast that Glaxon did, mm -hmm. and uh, Michael as well as uh, as Joey, and they were like talking about their formulas, you know, and yeah. you know, when uh, let's say when the regular guys guys sees the the tub and their formulas, they're like, "What the hell is this shit?" You know, yeah. it was their words basically. But you know, after 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 like trying a sample, or like you know trying a tub, yeah. they they changing their mind because they're like, wow, that's a completely different experience. Yeah. So just because something is on the label doesn't mean that it's gonna be you know the this experience, the experience that you're like expecting. You know. Right. Yeah. Completely so. Um. I think there is a certain element, certain informed consumers will expect certain ingredients in a pre-workout. Um, do I think the average person is there yet to where they're expecting three, six, eight grams of citrulline in their pre-workout? No, I don't think like caffeine and beta alanine, I think have a higher awareness in the general mindset than the, the guys like us. And even, I wouldn't even say people as educated as we are in supplements, even because there's, there's the average person that has no idea about supplements. They just buy whatever the guy at GNC tells them to buy and they buy it. Then there's yeah. like another level that kind of understands that, Hey, citrulline is a good thing. It gives me some pumps, increases nitric oxide. 
And then there's, you know, the, the really nerdy ones among us that, you know, you, me, Joey, the, the you know, Drew, uh, all those kind of guys that really love the science behind supplements. Um, I don't know if the average person is there yet, just because a lot of these people, like you walk into any average gym around here, at least, and people are just walking in drinking bangs and that, that's their pre-workout or they'll take an energy, like a five hour energy and they just go at it because they know caffeine but they don't know much of the other stuff yet. We're getting yeah. there because the, the consumer is becoming more educated and showing more interest in it. But I don't, it's not part of like the, the general everyday conversation or the yeah. general understanding of it. So. Yeah. I, I can based on like sales, I could like tell you straight away, like what sells and what doesn't. Yeah. And then and based on that, I could like tell you, you know, like, 90% of the customers, like, they don't know what they're, like, buying, you know? Yeah, yeah, labels are just labels to a certain extent. I would agree with that. Yeah. Because I've had, I've tried products over the years where it looks phenomenal, and then you do it, and I just feel flat. Like, I don't, there's, I don't feel like I've even taken any caffeine whatsoever. And just, and so, maybe that's me on a bad day or something, but I've tried, like, that product, if I have a bad experience on it, I'm going to go back and try it two or three more times. And if it's the exact same thing that doesn't happen three times in a row, then I'm done with it. Um, so yeah. I would agree, I would agree with this fact, and uh, I would also say that every uh, supplement works different on a, on a, each person. Yep. And that's why when I made like recommendations, I always like say it in a general statement. Yeah. I, like I don't try to like force anyone to like buy this or that. Mm -hmm. I can only say. You know, for example, this stuff works for me, and that's why I can recommend this. But at the same time, you know, when I'm suggesting a product or something, uh, I'm like, I can refer it, for example, to like one standalone ingredient, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when when you when we're like dealing with like a complex formula, I never like try to like force anyone to like buy it straight away and say like this is the best thing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Logan, sorry, Robert. I missed your opinions. Well, you should have been paying attention, Logan. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> missed your opinions when you were talking about the racetams on the Nootropics Depot site. What's your favorite ones and the ones you get benefit from? Uh, and the benefits you get from them, sorry. Um, the only one I've tried with any uh, steady use or, you know, regular usage is phenylparacetam. And I take between 75 to 150 milligrams, depending on how crazy I want to get. I do not use that several days in a row. I will use it once, and then I'll maybe use it again two or three days later. Um, there will be weeks go by where I don't use it. But I kind of alternate between that and Nupept. I've never actually used them together. So I'm kind of curious to see what would happen. But since Nupept is kind of a synthetic analog of a racetam i don't know if it's really smart to stack both of them together that being said there are popular racetam stacks where you stack like anoracetam with oxyracetam and phenylporacetam i've never done that i haven't gotten that crazy with my nootropics experimentation um the only one that i've used with any kind of quasi semi-regularity is phenylporacetam and the first the only reason i did is because i tried it years ago in a Nova Farms Limitless pre-workout, and it's got a little bit of phenylporacetam in there, in the problem it had it in there. Um, it also had DMHA and I think something else as well. Um, so I did that, and so I'll do 75 to 150 milligrams. I always take it with a choline source, so usually CDP choline, unless I've had alpha-GPC in a pre-workout earlier in the day. 
but just because mm-hmm. it's ramping up that choline usage, just like NUCAP does, and you don't want to overtax your cholinergic system. You, you deplete all that, you go into this brain fog, you get a headache, you become useless pretty much, at least in my experiments. Um, so I'll do 75 to 150. Sometimes I'll do 100, 150 caffeine with it. Sometimes I won't, just depending on it. Um, definitely do some uh, CDP choline with it. I take 300 milligrams of CDP choline. That's the, the cap size of the caps I have. Um, and I just notice it's it's kind of like uh, throwing lighter fluid on an already burning fire. It just kind of goes. Whoosh. So if you're already feeling kind of like good and in the zone, you take some extra phenyl paracetam and you, you crank it to 11. Things are just amped up everything. You kind of block out everything into this very happy, very focused, energized state. And I can sit down and bang out, you know, two or three content pieces that I'll need to do for a brand. Some of these are like SEO, like low hanging fruit stuff. So five chest exercises or eight foods to take with you on vacation to stay healthy. Like some of these kind of, you know, lower hanging stuff that the average person that's coming to these sites are, is interested in. Like you and I don't really, we know what to do already. The average person that's just trying to look, lose some weight, they're actually searching for these stuff. So the, the brands that are doing SEO smart, they're looking for all of these kind of articles. And so I do, you know, a fair amount of that for different brands in the industry. Um, in addition to like the, the technical nerdy product pages and formulation stuff and all that stuff. Um, so these, that's what phenyl paracetam is really helpful for, especially in the late afternoon. If I've already recorded a podcast early in the morning, done some other work and worked out and eaten lunch at that point, it's like two o'clock. I don't really know if I feel like doing a whole lot of work, but I'll take some paracetam, some TDP choline, maybe a cup of coffee or like a hundred milligram scoop of like an energy amino or something like that. Take that, knock it back and boom, I'm, I'm right. locked and loaded for like two to three hours. Um, and I'll, I'll knock out a bunch of work in the afternoon. I'm just sitting either at a coffee shop or at a, uh, you know, like a bar and grill or something working and, uh, yeah, I'll be done with it. And then I won't use it for a couple of days and come back to it. And life's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen stacks like that. I'm trying primer acetam right now and wanting to try faster acetam too, since it's actually in a phase two clinical study right now for ADHD. Interesting. Very interesting. There was something, uh, there was one article. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, let me see. Something I had covered for, uh, where is it? Something I did not too long ago for, uh, and this will be a shameless plug for something I've written. Uh, AdvancedMoleculaLabs.com. Talk about ADHD. Um, and they found that dopamine uh, agonists were actually pretty useful and that caffeine was as effective than some of the more exotic um, stimulants were without the, the drawbacks. So if you guys want to be curious about ADHD and the, the potential benefits of dopamine and caffeine, hey, you can head over to advancedmoleculaarlabs.com. Good stuff. Check that check that article out. Yeah, that's fun. Steve, Steve over there always gives me interesting things to write about, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, we've gone through all the comments. It'll be a last call for you guys. If you got any other comments or questions, queries and quips. Um, thank you for joining us. Make sure to visit darklabs.pro P-R-O. Yeah. And use the code Lucas 10 L-U-K-A-S-Z 10. And once again, I'm not getting any kickback out of this. So please 
remember guys this is just for you and basically due to the friendship that i had with vitek which is the the owner of the brand so yeah awesome well i'm sure dark labs appreciates the publicity and the people that want to try some of the uh aggressive intense pre-workouts will appreciate that much too yeah there um, will be there will be a package going your way with with their products awesome. i've still got some of the original salvo of stuff you sent my way and so yeah. i use those sparingly just because i mean they they taste good and they hit really really well and i i don't like to you know that's good but let you, those go to waste. you need to try the the new stuff so the package will be on your way awesome thank you sir um do you want to try any of Apollon goodies? The new Universal Soldier will be dropping this week or next week, which is their powdered nootropic. If you want to try some nootropics, uh, which I, I've the flavor is good, the effects performance are solid. I love the product, um, which is no surprise because I'm a nootropics nerd. Um, final scoop code for blah, 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 blah. I can't talk anymore. Code yeah. final scoop 10. No, just code final scoop. Final scoop. Final scoop. Father's discount on the palm earth. You can see I'm out of practice right here. My brain is on. Yeah, man. Up. Um, links down below to contact me. You got any questions or topics of conversation for a future episode of the podcast? You can check out uh, supplementengineer.com or the Patreon for more enhanced goodies, more ingredient nerdiness, and uh, details, dissections, uh, formulator corner stuff, and all that good stuff. Um, and thank you guys as always for tuning in. If you catch on the story play, uh, hit Lucas up at his preferred points of contact or shoot me an email. I'll leave a comment down below and we'll address it. One of the housekeeping thing next Saturday, we will not be here. We will be on, on Monday. Yes. Instead. And that is just to make sure that everybody that have my days, right? That is Monday, the 30th. That is Memorial day. Um, the halfling and Sandy will both be off school that day, but that's their nap time anyway. So we can do the podcast then and we'll be good. Don't get pissed at us, but we are trying our best to, you know, keep the schedules going and keep the the podcast loading. So yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's just a hectic time for all all of us, but hopefully we'll manage to like keep the keep it going. You know, we are not yeah. backing down. So yeah. Thank you. Last question before, unless anybody else has anything else to throw in. Simon says, "Can both of you try to remember and share the most euphoric?" Happy experience on a pre-workout, please. Well, it was a dark night. Sandy and I were laying in bed, and uh, I took a pre-workout. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> probably the first time I ever took DMAA or DMHA was the most euphoric. I mean, I remember taking that, and it, it was mesomorph. I had never taken any kind of exotic pre-workout before, and this was when we were up in Michigan in 2015, 2016 time frame. Mm -hmm. I took a scoop of mesomorph. I was ready to run through the goddamn wall, man. I was so happy, so energized. I just, and I just, I, I went, it was like a two hour workout, two plus hour workout. I just didn't stop. It was go, 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 go. And I felt great on top of the goddamn world. And then I used it the next day. I thought, this is nice. Wasn't as strong as the first day. And then I quickly realized, um, maybe I shouldn't use this every day. And so then I would use it maybe once or twice a week. And then that same thing happened the first time I tried DMHA. Um, I think it was one of the products Bruce had formulated, Bruce Neller, uh, maybe for Giant Sport. Was that Giant Rush? Didn't he do that one? Oh. Um, 
and I tried, it was DMHA for the first time and they were calling it Kegelia Africana extract or something at that point. It wasn't, we didn't know, nobody knew it was DMHA except for a couple of us that knew what the ingredient was. Um, so those are the two most euphoric experiences I've had on pre-workouts. It's probably because my body had never tried those substances before. And like the first time you ever try something, I mean, it, it jolts you. So you feel phenomenal. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the two, my, my, those are my first two greatest times. Bro, I got so many, but at the same time, if I would like, you know, just to narrate to like maybe two or three, yeah, I would definitely say like, I, I would agree with you, Jack. Yeah. Uh, that was probably one of the, one of the first, but and see, I never got to try Jack. That was before I really got into supplements or anything like. So I missed I missed that that ship. Yeah, but but if I would like, uh, besides Jack, I would definitely say Hemorrhage from Nutrex. Mm, yeah, because they were messing around with DNA back in the day too. Uh, the old 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 school formula that was with uh, King Kong on uh, on the top. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you ever battled with uh driven sports crack. No, I didn't get to try that one either. That was a goodie. But that was another one I got busted for yes. sprinkling a little extra yes. something something yes. in there. And I had the and I had the the version that was uh when uh, Furious Pete was sponsored by them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The original uh, sports game day was also pretty intense because they yes. had DMHA in it or DMAA back yeah. in, you know, five, eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah, craze, driven sports craze. There you go. Uh, craze, craze. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Simon. Yeah, craze. Not crack. Not crack. You don't want to hear my intimate details, Simon? You don't want to hear the most intimate details of my life? You always want, like, a quick answer. <laughs> like, Google it up, try to find it, find, find a top find a or something. <laughs> Sridhar, don't forget to subscribe to the Supplement Engineer podcast and turn on notifications. We appreciate yeah. that recommendation, Sridhar. Shane is not here. We're not going to plug stacked notifications and podcasts this week. Shane is not here, but, but he will appreciate it for sure. He will. We brought up his website. We, we showed Stack 3D. Yeah. We have some mad love for, for Shane. Plus, he's, he's coming soon with his uh, expo. So yeah. that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Huh. That's new. Back into creatine, but it'll be in single serving stick packs. Interesting. Weird. Okay. That works. That's cool. Okay. All right, Lucas. Good to be back, my man. We will see. Yeah. You. I'll be. Well, I'll be in touch with you. But we will see everyone officially on Monday. The 30th Memorial Day here in the States. Cool. All right, gentlemen. Cheers, guys, and thanks for tuning in. Absolutely. No plug for Shane Shred. Nope. No plug for Shane this week. Not not at all. Don't subscribe to the Stack 3D podcast. Don't leave him a review. Don't turn on no, notifications. No notifications. No notifications yeah. at all. No plug. Oh. Yeah, Shredhart got in. He got in under the wire. Don't forget to subscribe to xxx notifications and podcast to get the latest info <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you all next time on the final scoop